Hello ladies and gentlemen, it's Michael C. Bouchard, host of the Night Stalker, the Attack podcast. Uh, today we're going to be talking about a older uh, murder of 11-year-old uh, Brenda Sue Brown, uh, whose um, body was found deceased in uh, Shelby, North Carolina. Um, Brenda had been abducted, and obviously, like the, like usual, there was a search. Her body was found by rescue workers in a wooded area near uh, Shelby in North Carolina. Uh, there were no leads and insufficient evidence to make an arrest that the murder case became a cold case. The case uh, remained cold until a series of newspaper articles um, 40 years later brought uh, forth new evidence in, in and about let me see, it would have been 2006 by the, by the estimate. Uh, after a, a morning argument over a, a powder puff uh, compact with her younger sister, Brenda Sue uh, uh, was asked to walk uh, her six-year-old sister, Patricia, two blocks uh, to a, a Head Start class. This was the last time uh, Brenda was seen alive. At 10.15 uh, a.m., Brenda's mother, uh, Gladys Brown, began to uh, door-to-door uh, search. Uh, she drove through her uh, neighborhood asking neighbors and um, passing motorists they had seen, her, seen the, uh, her daughter. An hour later, a search team was uh, formed by members of the uh, Shelby Rescue Squad. Uh, at approximately uh, 6.45 p.m., or 1845, whatever one you want to consider it. Uh, Brenda's new body was found in the wooded area 150 feet from uh, South Lafayette Street uh, and not far from not far from her home. Her body was covered with uh, freshly cut tree limbs, leaves, and brush. Um, the red and white dress she had uh, been wearing was found neatly placed uh, on top on the brush. A uh, bloody rock was found and uh, she had died of, uh, not that I mentioned it, but blunt force trauma to the head, so we can assume that the uh, the rock was the uh, weapon used. Um, authorities later determined that uh, Brenda had been uh, beaten to death with a rock found. Her skull had been uh, fractured in 12 places. Police reported that although the body was nude, she had not been raped. Um, police believed that the killer was on foot be- uh, due to the heavy traffic on uh, South Lafayette. He would have not been able to uh, get out of the car and force the girl into the car without being seen by someone. Uh, at the time, uh, police uh, had several suspects. This included an unidentified white male who had uh, exposed himself to uh, Brenda's sister a few days earlier and a 13-year-old mentally disabled uh, boy named uh, uh, Robert uh, Roseboro. Um, the unidentified man who exposed himself uh, was not located. Uh, Roseboro was uh, briefly questioned by police when uh, Officer uh, Harold Smith questioned him. Uh, Ro- Roseboro remained silent. He wouldn't answer. And, um, of course, this brought on suspicion. Um, up until this point, the public had been... Um, been baffled and the case went cold. Um, 
years later, an individual, uh, not that it's mentioned anywhere in this article, but an individual named uh, Thurman Price of uh, Shelby, uh, North Carolina, um, had become a uh, person of interest. He was taken into custody. And um, during the, um, pro the, the he, he requested a trial during the uh, court process. He had passed away at 84. Um, of uh, cancer, but where there's other additional information. Uh, in two, 2005, Brenda's, uh, Brenda's sister, uh, Patricia Buff, and uh, Mary McSwain spent months asking uh, Shelby police to reopen the case. After four days of uh, searching through files in the storage, the uh, files were found in a unmarked box along with uh, the files of Mary Helen Williams' uh, murder case. However, much evidence was missing, including Brenda's dress, underwear, shoes, uh, her, her powder pack compact. The rock was uh, the rock that was used uh, to kill her, two vials of blood, fingers, and all this other stuff. Um, you know, that's a very weird thing, you know, and, and I just have to throw this in. Um, in cases, in, in any case, let, let me just, let me rephrase that. In any case, how do you lose evidence? You know, especially if it's a serious case. You know, serious cases always um, gandalite root into other cases. And uh, how do you just lose case uh, informa uh, information and evidence? And I'm going to give you one, for example, in Connecticut. Uh, Susan LaRosa uh, disappeared in 73. Uh, her body was found, I believe, in 75. Uh, there was a, um, a putty knife that was used to scrape up the blood off the floor. Um, the interview with um, her husband's uh, ex-brother-in-law um, is in my book, um, Missing in Connecticut. Uh, it's it's an interesting read, but um, the um, putty knife was mentioned by five people I interviewed, so that we know that one, okay, two, that's not, but five people, um, it, up to the person that used it to scrape it off the floor, which was a ex-sister-in-law. Um, Vernon police uh, said they didn't have it. Um, there was a letter from <clears throat> the Vernon Police Detective Bureau thanking uh, someone for turning in the evidence. Okay, so where is it? Well, more than likely, the Susan's husband... Um, also failed to report his younger sister, uh, Irene LaRosa, missing uh, several years prior to that. So what's our common denominator? Robert LaRosa. Um, but here again, evidence goes missing. Um, I, I don't know how that's... Well... I don't know how that's possible. Just I'm, I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, <clears throat> in the, it says, in the spring of 2006, a Shelby, North Carolina newspaper, the Shelby Star, um, ran a 13-part uh, 40 series about uh, Brenda's uh, murder. Shortly, uh, therefore, uh, Lori Lair 
uh, came forward with police that claimed that uh, her grandfather, Earl uh, Mickey Parker, had told uh, her shortly before his death that he had, it was a man named uh, a man named uh, Thurman Price had killed uh, Brenda Sue Brenda. Uh, February of 2007, Michelle police arrested uh, Thurman Price at the age of 70, uh, 79. Uh, as I told you, uh, he had, um, at the time, he had been diagnosed with cancer. Uh, Price's home was located, was located close to where uh, Brenda's body was found. It's unclear whether Price lived there in July 66 or not. However, the interesting thing is if you read the body what was placed over the body was fresh yard clippings which would have meant it had to be somebody from that area because nobody's just going to bring fresh uh yard clip lawn clippings in the back of their car after they murder somebody i'm just saying so he was released from jail in february 16 2000 on a fifty thousand dollar bond uh the indictment indicated that <clears throat> Earl Mc, uh, Mickey Parker had described in detail how Brenda Sue was killed, and according to authorities, his confession to his grandfather in, uh, was consistent with the evidence found at the crime scene in, in July of 66. <clears throat> according to court uh, records, Lori uh, Law called the family of uh, Brenda on uh, April 3rd of 06 and told... Uh, Brenda's sister that uh, the killer was named uh, Thurman Price, but did not mention her uh, grandfather's involvement. Uh, May 10th of uh, 2007, uh, Earl McParker's uh, body was exhumed for uh, consent in the cemetery, uh, basically looking for uh, fingerprints, not that there's going to be any, uh, DNA testing, and... Um, Apparently, obviously, that uh, the DNA did not come back to him, so we can exclude um, Parker out of the case. In 55, Parker, 26, and Price, 25, had been indicted together for the rape of uh, Shelby, Shelly uh, Morris, a 12-year-old girl in uh, Patterson Spring, North Carolina. In 55, the men pleaded guilty to assault, uh, to commit rape, according to the court. Parker and Price were both each given a, a three to five year suspended prison sentence orders to keep a job, not to drink, and to pay court costs two hundred forty dollars. You know, <clears throat> another thing. Let me segue for a second here. Why do we have uh, suspended sentences? Why do we even call them suspended sentences? Let's just say we're not doing anything about it. You know, either going to jail or you're not. The suspended bullshit. It's just, you know, it's just, it's just a lot's time for criminals to do criminal things. Um, okay, I'll get off that segue. On February 9th, uh, 2010, a Cleveland judge ruled that McGeary Parker's uh, deathbed confession and uh, Lally's testimony would be admitted to evidence to the trial. Lorley all testified at the hearing. Then, uh, 02, her grandfather, Earl uh, Mickey Parker, told her on his deathbed that uh, he and Thurman Price uh, killed Brenda Sue. Okay, well, there you go. So, one ratting out the other, your money's dying. Uh, Truman Price maintained his innocence until his death uh, on August 4th, 2012. 
uh, while while trial is still waiting. Um, you know, it just it just gets me that people will do such heinous things. I mean, if you're an adult man and you find a a female, a young female, physically attractive, you got a problem. Not only do you have a problem, you're going to be a problem. So, that's all I'm going to say about that. But you, you get where I'm going with this? Um, you know, stuff like this is uncalled for. Um, you know, it steals a life away from the young. Um, it tortures the remaining people in the, in the person's life. And... Uh, you know, people that do this, they walk around like nothing. Well, the only one thing I have to say is, you know what? Well, your last breath, the next thing you're going to see, you're going to have to atone for. It, there's no way around. There's no way to lie around him. You know what? And if you think it's hot in the summer in uh, North Carolina, I hear the fiery lake's not a place to be neither. Until then, I am Michael C. Bouchard, host of Night Stalker Podcast. This is episode... Uh, 11, and this is uh, the Susan Brown uh, murder case, which occurred in 1966.